Oh. I'm sorry, are you addressing me? Because your authority is not recognized in Fort Kickass. <laughs> Myself, Dr. Bones, and the guitarists really wish they were Mike Five. Mike, what's happened? Good evening, brother. Uh, yeah, life is good. Uh, just, you know, looking forward to this weather improving, but I don't know what it's like over there, so I daren't say that sometimes on this show. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, all good, really. How about you? You're right. Uh, not bad at all. Just it's glad it's the weekend. And tonight, uh, we're welcoming back our special musical guest, Manipulant. Welcome back to the show. Thanks, fellas. I miss you guys. It's been a while, man. Like, I mean, and a lot's gone on, on for uh, on for you, especially. Yeah, I feel like I need to put out a new record every month or so, just so I can, you know, hang out with you guys. <laughs> well, man, you're, you're you're welcome anytime to come on, just to just to chit chat or to review music with us. I know it. Uh, just gonna set up a date and uh, go for it. All right. Excellent. So uh, let's get to it uh the the new ep um and i did get your postcard which is really cool because i mean uh just postcards I mean they're they're just you don't hear about that anymore right so that was awesome and i uh made sure to share an instagram that as well as a new ep which i thoroughly enjoyed uh so with this one it, it's it's more or less a remix ep is it not it's kind of a retrospective of stuff that i put together probably over the past two or three years with um, one or two new things thrown in. So we're, we're looking at some of the songs that I think the first time I was on a couple of years ago, uh, maybe some of the songs that we played then. Um, but uh, Melted Rose is Invisible is, is brand new. And there's uh, a couple of remixes of that. And um, well, it's, it's a retrospective with new stuff <laughs> to, to clean it up. 
Well, you know, it's it's just one of those things. A, a song is never really finished. I mean, I mean, that's what most musicians tell me. <laughs> I can't. Um, yeah, I sometimes you just have to leave them. I mean, I, I can go back in and work on something and keep working on it, but eventually you just have to put it to bed and be done with it. No, oh, fair enough. And uh, that being said, are are you? constantly writing new stuff or can I have stuff possibly on a back burner somewhere? Yeah, I'm working on some newer things right now. Um, song called Mosquito Bay I've been messing around with for a bit. Um, yeah, a couple of things. Probably uh, it'll be a four song EP the next thing I do in it, and we probably won't see that for several months. Okay, right on. Now, um, with this one, this is a uh, was essentially a work in progress and uh what uh what kind of made you decide that you want to go back and clean up some of these songs or or why did you pick those specific songs i think um most of them had some sort of importance uh, i mean other songs i just you know songs that i that i made that i liked and um didn't feel like Maybe when they were released, they got enough attention as I would have liked them to have. So um, I figured I would throw them all together and you know, include some new things on it and hopefully get them out to people that maybe missed them the first time around. Right on. Now, uh, now the, the company you're working with, uh, is, it, is it Submarine? Uh, I'm sorry, I can't remember the, the, the name of it off the top of my head right now. Submarine Pardon, sorry? Is it Submarine Broadcasting, is that it? Yes, that's what I was thinking of, thank you. Anyways, with, with these guys behind you, has it made it uh, easier for you to get your music out? Yeah, um, I'm definitely exposed to more people than I would have been just on my own. And they were able to help me put some unbelievable packaging together for this new uh, Sundries and Souvenir, this new project, um, cassette, CD, vinyl, my first time full length on vinyl, which I'm excited about. That's really cool. And believe it or not, 8-track. No way. <clears throat> that's awesome. Like I, I, I don't think I still have a, a, a tape player, but 8-track, that's badass. That's actually pretty cool. I mean, that's almost cooler than a, than a vinyl. <laughs> I, I can't remember the last time I've seen or even even listen listen to an a track. To be honest with you, I have, but it's been a bit a very long time. So, yeah, uh, what's that? Sorry. No, I was just gonna say there have been a couple pre-orders for the a track already, which surprised me a little bit because I did it kind of mostly as a stunt, you know, to try to draw attention to the release. Right. But also, as I mean, it's a retrospective. And how retro can you get, you know, from going 8-track? Oh, yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> well, I'm going to give uh, uh, Mike a chance to ask a few questions here. So, Mike, go ahead, buddy. Sure. Well, thank you very much for coming back on the show, brother. It's always a pleasure to speak to you. Um, I guess my, my question, uh, listening to this new stuff, I, rem I just had this memory that uh, either last time or the time before you came on the show, you were talking about... Um, how you have these just this almost like this library of stuff that's kind of every now and again you're dipping into and go oh i need to finish that one or i should do that or, you know or, you know something like that 
and I'm really interested because obviously it's been a little while since we had that conversation. So it, it, is that still there or are you now like, right, no, I've done that? Because now obviously you've done a sort of look back into stuff. Is it like, okay, well, I'm closing that and moving on to brand new stuff or are you still kind of working through various bits? Like wh where are you in terms of that? Because I remember you said you had a mass of tracks that were kind of, some were finished, some were unfinished, some were not really started. And, you know, it was just fascinating to me. There's all this stuff going on. Um, so I was just interested in where you are with all that really. Um, it, it seems like I the only time I think of I'll be on a new project and something I'm doing in the new project reminds me of something I may have put on the back burner a while back that would work well with what I was doing so that's that's mostly when I pull stuff from the back catalog and the, the back sound log I guess it would be but um, yeah I don't usually actively go back and dig through it say oh, I'm going to finish this now it more is is well I remember I did something a while ago that is going to work really well with this so let me pull that out of course it's almost like a something triggers that memory and you go all oh, right I find that kind of dig in and, and see if it fits still and stuff like that right right that's really cool so what what I really like about this uh Again, it's kind of like, how do I frame this question without just singing your praises? So first of all, I really like all the new stuff. You're awesome, as always. Um, but this is not a uh, this is not a let's kiss manipulant session. This is a, let's find out about you. But um, as you know, I'm big fans. So I really, really, um, really, really dig the new stuff. I guess my my question is what because everything's always slightly different but it still sounds like you you could you have real i think we've said this before there's a real progression and then even with the remixes um is that kind of it, it looks back but it looks forward at the same time so what is it that what sorts of things kind of inspire you at the moment what, what are you you know either listening to or looking at or feeling or seeing that makes you go right i'm going to go down this route this time what, what's what's kind of you know going on when you're writing these tracks uh, i think well, thank you first um i appreciate that I think sometimes um, just you know your surroundings, you know, world world events, or or just something that happens to you every day, are, are things that trigger the writing process. So I don't think there's any specific thing or or, or scene or artist that I've heard that makes me you know hey I want to try this because that sounds pretty cool. Although maybe subconsciously that happens, yeah. But, um, typically, when, I'm sorry. Typically, when I'm writing, um, I don't listen to a lot of other music. It's the time between when I'll break out stuff. So during the writing process, I pretty much don't listen to anything else. Okay, so it's kind of very solitary, and then it's it's more about what's happening in the world or stuff you encounter on a daily basis, rather than other music that's kind of getting you to those places. Yeah, yeah. That's cool, man. I like that. Right on. Well, we are going to get to uh, the new song on uh, Sundries and Souvenirs. So this is a song called Melted Roses. Dig this. This is manipulant.
succulent with melted roses. No, <clears throat> excuse me. This one uh, in particular was was very very tripped out and just yeah, it it was very different from what I've heard from you in the past. It was really cool. I think mean, I really really enjoyed it. Just just a bunch of well, a whole bunch of different stuff going on that uh, really kind of caught my ear and even just some of the small things and it kind of reminded me of uh, the. The kind of eclecticness of uh, they're not electronic, but a band called Mr. Bunkle that used to be around was fronted by Mike Patton. But man, that's an awesome tune. I could really, really enjoyed that one. Cool, thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. I mean, that that track is <laughs> what I love about that is you've got the bass line, which is just like you just want to dance to that. It, it almost like uh, reminds me of like stuff out of Flight of the Concords and stuff, that bass line, but obviously not in, a, not in the same way because that's a parody, but you know what I mean? Like they're actually write really good music. I just love that. It gets your shoulders going, the bass line, and then you've got those little screechy, oh, I don't even know what that is, but you know, those little noises that come in and it just, it builds and it builds and it just feels, because it's kind of funky and a bit jazzy and a bit kind of Afro-Caribbean and it's just cool, man. It's just a really, really good sound. Um, and then the beat, the, the, the sound of the drums and all that is very... Um, what's that album by Tom Waits? Is it Bone Machine? Where it's got like um, loads of drums like that and stuff. But yeah, it's, that's a proper good tune, man. I, I mean, I guess my question on that is how do you even go about writing something like that? Like, where do you begin <laughs> to sit down and go, oh, I've made a song? Like, how does that... How does that go? <laughs> um, I think with, with this song, I kind of came across that bass line, that groove, and I thought, I really need to build something around this. And um, the process beyond that is kind of, I, I have no idea. <laughs> it started with the, with the bass line groove, and then I started feeling, you know, hey, I can... Yeah, I put this here and put that there, and I, and I think this really works. And uh, I didn't really have a process on it other than I knew that bass line needed to be in the song. <laughs> well, that was a good shout, because that bass line is absolutely epic, mate. <laughs> full on. I mean, that's one of those, you go, oh, I wish I'd written that. Um, but yeah, it's brilliant. It's just, and it's the way that it's on the loop and everything. It's just fantastic. Um, I have a non-music non related philosophical question for you that I was, uh, it wasn't one that actually, so sometimes when we have people on, as I'm sure I've said to you before, I get mates and stuff to ask, you know, okay, without knowing who the artist is, give me a random question, I'll ask them. This was actually one that came up in a conversation um, because we, for some reason, ended up in this conversation, I don't know. 12, 15 years ago or something and you know we, we weren't sober put it that way and then I was talking to my mate this week and he just reminded me of this conversation I was like that's it this is what I'm going to ask so um, there's a massive build up to what's going to be a completely obscure question <laughs> is now the right time Bonesy to ask this question or should we go music for a little bit longer uh, uh, no man you can do this right now right manipulant you're a philosophical guy I can tell that by the things you say and, and the stuff that comes out in your music. So I need you to help me answer this question. At what point does a table become a stool? At what point does a table become a stool? Yeah. And a little bit while you think about that, if you think about a table and a stool, they both come in different shapes and sizes, but ultimately they both will have three or four legs and a flat surface that you can either rest things on or sit on. If you sit on a table, you know it's still a table. It doesn't become a stool. And if you put things like a glass on a stool, you know it's a stool, not a table. So where, where is that line? 
I use stools as a table quite often, and I probably have used tables as stools. So I'm not really sure uh, which way to go with that. One thing I should try though is maybe use a stool as a table while I'm using a table as a stool and see how that works out. Oh, that's kind of mind blowing. That's that's kind of like if you type Google into Google, I'm pretty sure the whole world will explode. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, you, so your answer essentially is, I need to try reversing these things and see if it, see if it does one of those like tricks in your mind where you go, oh, that's a table. Wait, no, it's a stool. <laughs> I think things are what you need them to be. Nope. I mean, nope. that is deep. I, ha I actually <laughs> have silence for that. <laughs> <laughs> things are what they need them to be what you need them to be that's beautiful man that's absolutely beautiful well, well you built you built up the whole philosophical thing so i thought i needed to come up big i'm not disappointed <laughs> well we are going to get to one more song and i found the perspective version of it but i had for some reason the one from uh uh sunday the souvenirs is not uploaded so is that all right is that cool yeah, man, whatever you do is cool. Okay, all right, so we're going to go with uh, Sands, and it was, again, it's on the new EP as well, but this is from uh, from Perspective, dig this, this is Manipulant. <laughs>
right on. That was Manipulant with Sans. Uh, another really cool tune. Uh, uh, a little bit, kind of say grungy, kind of kind of heavier, but still very very quick. Really enjoy this one, man. I just like, I love the love the flow to this one. It just kind of really just it caught me and got me like in, like enticed the entire time. Cool. Thanks. Yeah, again, it's another brilliant tune. I mean, what I really love about your tracks, I think, is they're they're really well paced. Because I think it would be quite easy. I mean, I'm guilty of this anyway. I must admit because uh, I have a tendency to speed things up in the band, which really annoys everyone else. But it, I, I would imagine that when you're when you're writing something like that, if it was me, it, within ten minutes it would have become a drum and bass tune or something. Do you know what I mean? It would have been <laughs> like I was just sort of spent out, spent out. But what's nice is you you paced it really, really nicely, and so it lasts and it has it kind of has feeling to it that way whereas sometimes if you go you know in my case too punk you have to get people to bring you back and rein mm. you back in um and it's i like that so do you, i mean is that conscious do you rein yourself in do you critique yourself when you're uh when you're writing and producing these tracks or do, do you, is it just natural how you pay stuff um yes <laughs> <laughs> i think um I honestly don't have a process necessarily and typically once I get an idea down I don't can I say fuck? I don't fuck with yeah. the idea I just, I just <laughs> let it go um, because typically as you refer to when you start screwing with it it gets away from the original idea which you had which you got for a reason um, you know, some people might say it's, you know, it gets boring that way. It could have been a, a three-minute song instead of four twenty or whatever it was. Um, but uh, every every every, um, every aspect in that song, I needed it to be in there. So that's kind of how I view it. I, I put it in there for a reason, and I don't change things around so much just because I originally wanted it that way because it needed to be that way for some reason. Does that make any sense? Yep. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. And like you say, it's kind of, sometimes if you screw around with things, you're screwing around with them for the sake of it. Um, and actually, if you, if you, but I think you have to be quite disciplined to do that. Because I'm, I'm constantly, maybe, maybe I'm just so undisciplined, but I'm constantly <laughs> kind of going, oh, let's do this, let's, and I have to, you know, it's different in a band because you get four other people going, no, stop. But at some point there's a compromise and you push the envelope a little bit um, and that works quite well for us. But you seem to be able to do all of that and go through that process and, and do it on your own account with some great stuff on your own, which I think is really impressive. I mean, that's that must be difficult to do without, you know, from my point of view, without a group of people uh, going, no, yes, no, yes, no. So it's, it, it, it's just, is it that you just get it and go, no, it's this and that's that. And you're just comfortable with that. Is that kind of fair? <laughs> that's how it works. And, and the remixes that I do give me the ability to go back and screw with them later. Yeah. Right. So I do get that ability to do that. But um, like I said, typically I get the idea. I want to stick with the theme. And if I want to totally screw it up in the remix, I can do that. There you go. Right nice. On. Uh, now, uh, there's uh, a few things you wanted to plug, so we'll let you get to that now. So, okay. it's all yours. Um, 
W. Wang's World Commentary. Uh, interesting blog is going to be posting something, I think, Monday. Uh, interview. W. Wang. W. Wang's World Commentary. I don't know. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> Not, not, not swinging it that way. Say it one more time because it's amazing. <laughs> not swinging it that one. <laughs> and uh, also, uh, keeps me alive, which is um, you know another Canuck like you uh, does um, does a music blog, really fine job. Uh, he's also going to be posting a review of the album coming up soon. Very cool. So look out for those guys if you would, and support their websites and click and like and do whatever things you do to let them know you like them. Yeah. Right. Well, what we do is we dig out some links um, to both of those and we'll, right. we'll post them as well so people can check them out and obviously look out for you on that. Cool, thanks. Yeah, as soon as I get them, I'll, I'll throw them your way. Right on. Well, uh, man, we're going to uh, let you go so you can kind of recoup there, but we really appreciate you coming back on the show and uh, it was good to talk about the new uh, project. We'll look forward to more, but Honestly, man, you are welcome back anytime. If you want to come on and do uh, act as a, a special guest co-host, you're more than welcome. Just uh, give us a shout and let us know. Oh, cool. Thank you so much. Good man. Thank, Thank you very much, man. It's been brilliant. Yeah, like, we'll talk soon off air. Uh, absolutely, Still man. Still got the collab. <laughs> right yes. on, man. Yeah, right, eh? Well, man, you have a great night, and uh, we'll talk to you again very soon. Thanks. Thanks again. All right. All right. <laughs> Of course, hangs up on both. Why wouldn't it? And that's the way Skype works. So we'll get Mike back in the line here. Uh, momentito. And we got Mike back. Hey, I'm back. Hey, so that's the way it works. For some reason, it won't let you hang up individually when you make a three way call. Ha ha ha. But um, <laughs> that just. <laughs> <laughs> Questionable and poor phrasing, right? <laughs> and speaking of which, did you, did you see the, the whiteboard pick today? Oh, no, no, I haven't been out with it. I haven't actually, I'm going to look this up now okay. while I'm on air. Now, now, look at it closely and tell me if something just doesn't seem right. Like, it might be spelt wrong or, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Let me find it. Right, here we go. <laughs> New Music Saturday, LMS, my five dollars to phones. Does it say manipulant? Oh, it's spelled, yeah, but that, that's not it. But keep continuing on. Okay, go on. All right, Feb-tober. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Great music, poor phrasing. Oh, exactly, right? Because, well, we talked about this last week, you know, about Sean Connery, and, uh, well, Daryl Hammond doing Sean Connery on Surrey, uh, Jeffrey on Surrey Live, you know, and you know, Mr. Connery, months that start with Feb. Feb-tober. <laughs> So because of that, though, I've actually had the picture of Sean Connery and it says Febtober below below him. So I've got that as a as a lock screen to my iPad, and it's it's a, it's a, it's a my uh, my screensaver on my uh, my MacBook too. So amazing, yes. amazing, amazing. This is my favorite form of advertising: the whiteboard. If you if you're listening and you haven't seen the whiteboard, um, just go and look on the Facebook page and Twitter and all that. I'm gonna I'm gonna repost that on Twitter in a second, but it's just genius. <laughs> it, 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 it's 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 fun, you know. And I was thinking, it's like, well, maybe it'll kind of do something like like Faulty Towers did. Remember that the sign would always change. You know, 
one day it'd be fun to have a nice day be like farty owls or or flowery twats you know? <laughs> 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 but just just so very very ridiculous and uh so very ridiculous stuff but, but very funny at the same time too so uh th there you go i mean that that might have been pushing it a little bit so i do apologize if anybody took offense to that but uh that was faulty towers so i uh, blame them and, 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 and the BBC for putting them on. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was one that was, um, oh, there was watery fowls. I think there was something like, yes. was it flay otters? <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 maybe, maybe we, 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 can make, we can miss a Google search and see what, see what they say. <laughs> So, man, next up, this, this band is, is really cool. This comes courtesy of Emma Scott at Plugin Baby, and it was cool because uh, I started following them, and they, they, they messaged me, they DM me about new songs. Like, oh, actually, yes, no, I, I actually have a copy of it, thanks, courtesy of Emma Scott at Plugin Baby. They're like, all right, cool, because it's our first single, and we're trying to get it out there. So this band is really cool. I really, really dig this tune, like I do most of them. This one is called, the band is called Sky Fever. The song's called Kings. Dig this.
Sky Fever with Kings. Now that was like a funky pop rock mix, and that was really cool. Like love the bass line in this one, and uh, uh, vocally even though it kind of kind of sounded like a little bit of retro eighties in there as well. But this is a really cool tune, man. I really dig this tune. And that is a fucking rock and roll banger, right? <laughs> that, is, that is wicked. Um, the singer reminded me of Dio, which never happens. Oh, yeah, right on. <laughs> totally right up there and there. I was like, oh, man, I love that. The guitars were awesome. Uh, just that pumping, banging drum beat and bass line, that whole rhythm section was fantastic. The guitars are brilliant. What a great tune that is. It's got so much energy and enthusiasm. It's brilliant. I really, really enjoyed that, man. Uh, I also really enjoyed talking to Manipulant, as always. The guy is a proper legend, yeah. and new stuff really is very, very good. Go and order it on tape just for shits and giggles. And, and, <laughs> and for coming to the show when he's not feeling that good either, so we really appreciate that, too. So... Uh, yeah. hats off to him and he will be back on the show very very soon so next up we have a brand new one again from Static in Verona this one's called Stranger, dig this
Right on. Static Inverona with Stranger. Now, man, this, wow, this is different from anything he has done in years, man, between vocally and a mixing and different tonalities, man. This this is, wow. I was, I was really impressed, and it, it it took me a second, you know, at first, like, wow, man, this is Static Inverona, this is, like, this is badass. I mean, this, this, is a, this is such a cool change, you know, like, you know, talk about evolving, like, it just, he, he just moved it, went up and around and it kind of, boah, you know, like. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Do you know what, right? It instantly reminded me, the vocal instantly reminded me of Down to Earth by Ozzy Osbourne, which I think was about 2000, 2001, he released that album. Um, and there was just something, and that was my favourite. Like, I always thought some of the older solo Aussie stuff was a bit cheesy, to be honest, right. even though obviously people loved it anyway, really big. I was like, Black Sabbath or Dead, you know, why bother? And then he released Down to Earth, I was like, that's actually really cool. But the vocal has got that kind of thing on it. It's the way that Aussie does the vocals where he's got the double tracking, I think. Right. Um, but it really reminded me of that, even though musically it was nothing like that. Uh, musically it was totally spaced out and big and a real kind of soundscape going on. But yeah, what a, what a really, really, really cool. That is my favourite static in Verona tune without exception um, as of right now that really is very very cool and I must have heard I don't know how many of his tracks he's always yeah, writing yeah, he, but that is my favourite right there that's brilliant so uh, well wasn't it remember I told you before we got on air since we're already behind that I had a story to tell I said you know what I'll wait till I get on air to tell it so yeah. Thursday morning done me overnight come home like normal I'll have coffee with them she goes to work and take the dogs out go for a walk so we're about 20 minutes up a path we normally go up and keep in, keep in mind that uh, further, way further up and just in the area, there are coyotes around. So never seen, never seen one, no big deal, but you always kind of keep your eye out just in case, right? So I got all three dogs. No, I got William unleashed because they got the beagle and hound noses. So they're, they're going to sniff all the time and take off. And so it's, it's better keeping them on leash. No, it saved me a lot of a headache. So, Boston's yeah. fine. Boston just wants to play this ball. So we're all walking along, and a good five, ten minutes before we hit this certain spot, and it's uh, soccer fields, and it's at the top of this hill. And on the left-hand side of, side, of, side of us is the Thames River, which kind of flows in London. And I know it's kind of kind of ironic, you know, but but uh, anyways, so uh, we're, we get to the top of the hill, and for about five, ten minutes before we got to the top of that hill, so walking the path, Willa is whimpering. She's a, she's a four-year-old, so she's whimpering, and I can't figure out because it's not that cold out, so I'm looking at her paws. I don't see anything in her paws. There's no snow stuck in there. No, nothing. They don't look sore from salt, nothing, or ice or anything like that, and Rini's got her heckles up. It's like, what the F is going on here? You know, Boston, of course, Boston is playing with his ball. Like, he, he, he doesn't care, right? He doesn't, he doesn't notice a thing, and then we get to the top of the hill, and it's like, holy fuck, coyote. Let's go. We're out. No way! Yeah, man, there was no mistaking it. Like I saw this thing hop out, pretty much hop out of the woods across this path, and in the soccer field, like holy crap, let's go now! We were going, but yeah, there were, hands down, there's no way it was not a coyote. Coloring, size, shape, plus the fact there's no one around, and you know, so I get everybody turned around, and we're we're going back the other way, and. We're, we're moving pretty quickly, and of course, I'm, I'm looking too. I'm looking, and I actually picked up a, a like a really kind of like a heavy-duty stick because just in case, I was ready to turn around and you know, say, you know what, if you want these guys, you're going to get through me first, you know? So, yeah, right. <laughs> and 
and it was a kind of a uh, well, it was was a little unnerving. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, the, the coyote didn't fall at all, but follow us at all. But still, it was just a little like whoa, right? And yeah, we'd, we'd pass this one guy, and the, the guy got to the point where we were. And he goes, he turned back, and goes, "Hey, there's a coyote over here." I was like, "That's why we turned around." It's like, what do we have for him, Johnny? You know, like, you know, the award goes to. Oh, I'm so nervous. So many people to thank, but, but yeah. So that 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 was that was our Thursday morning. So. We went back and just stopped in the, into the actual dog park where you know, it's fenced and quote unquote safe. So we went in there and hung out there for about a half hour. But yeah, it was a, for a pretty kind of uh, um, exciting slash unnerving morning. So oh, there you They're go. Vicious little things, aren't they, as well? What's that? Sorry? They're vicious little things as well. well they you can be. Careful. But the thing is, too, is they can, they can be, but they, they've never used, well, generally they don't attack humans unless they're extremely hungry. Right, but nine times out of ten, you see one. There's probably one or two that you don't see. Yeah, they, they, yeah, yeah. They, they very, very rarely travel alone. But whether the pack is two to three or it's six or whatever, they're never usually alone. So you see one, you know there's a couple around somewhere else. So you want to get the f out of there, right? So yeah, right. So um, um, an adventure on a Thursday morning. Yeah, exactly. Eh? Like it almost in the least, like oh. But yeah, it, it was like I said, it was unnerving, but it was as uh, it was something uh, something different. So uh, next up, uh, this one I, uh, I threw in kind of last minute, not only because she's a fantastic artist, it's a great song. Uh, just from a Facebook post I saw from her the other day, she didn't seem to be feeling that well, and so when I did make comment on 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 her page, I will to her saying what things will turn around, you know, don't worry about it, like you know, kind of hang in there. And uh, so I figured, uh, you know, give her a little boost to know that she is uh, and she'll be able to keep being creative. So here is Molly McKenna with Cold Love. Dig this. I'm so sorry 
McKenna with a cold love and uh, a really good tune and the whole uh, EP was really good I mean, I really really enjoyed it and you can't pick it up on most social medias and uh, yeah we just hope you no know, things will get better uh, no I, I'm not gonna go through uh, 50 million cliches but Molly you know keep hang in there it will get better yeah absolutely sometimes life is shit sometimes life is brilliant uh, but your music's brilliant say so chin up head up more cliches <laughs> but in all seriousness um you know we we hope obviously she's feeling a bit perky yeah, that was a few days ago that um that message was put up and i i know you know with these things it's very up and down but right. uh, you know keep it coming keep the faith all is good well next up we have a band that is very excited and we're excited to play this song too a band that's uh having their uh radio slash podcast debut it's a band called knife club that emailed us uh, last week, and this is a great tune. So this is their first actual airplay, so we're excited to play a song. It's a band called Knife Club, and the song's called Castles. Dig this.
Knife Club with Castles. That it was their uh, radio slash podcast debut. Uh, that was a great tune, man. I really dug that one. Like, reminded me a little bit of actually the Bedroom Hour. I mean, they've been uh, disbanded for a while, but I just love well, the vocals. I mean, it was good, good flow to it. No, really catchy riffs. A great tune. But yeah, it's a brilliant tune. There's a little bit of the cure going on in there, which yes. is, as we know, we both love. Uh, but yeah, it's got a real nice kind of. Uh, almost um it's kind of indie it's kind of i don't know post punky it's it's cool man i really like it and they're from brighton so big up brighton yeah <laughs> i loving that but yeah cool and i just having a quick flick back to make sure i got the date right oh there you go they described themselves as an indie post punk psych so i got indie and post punk um <laughs> they that is due out the ep is due out uh, next friday on the 15th so looking forward to hearing that they're good they're relatively new band their first ep coming out uh, next week and obviously world exclusive radio play on new music saturday happy and, days and we'll see if we can uh, hook them up with an interview as well definitely so uh, we'll get to that so our next uh um artist uh actually uh no i emailed her back to our city yes we're gonna play a song and i had to email her another time because i wasn't quite sure how to pronounce her last name the way it's spelled i wasn't sure i didn't want to butcher it right so I, I, I did email her back to get the, the way to pronounce it and makes things a lot easier too because like this is one name I could have potentially butchered. Once you see the tweet, you'll see the way her last name is spelled. So you could, you know, one of those things would not be a deal. So she emailed me back, so which is great and very thankful for that because I didn't want to butcher her last name. So her name is Nadia Shake and the song is called Toxic. Now this is a badass tune, so dig this. Say it's all in my mind, but I still be alright. 
that was Nadia Shake with Toxic. Uh, man, this is a great tune, and I love love the vocals. And it was cool, kind of uh, kind of funny with the with the email she sent. She you know she attached her song, and she said I'd be over the moon, you know, if you play this song. It's like it's like you know, I was thinking, man, like, well, I'll tell her, listen. It's like, well, I'm over the moon about playing this song because it's a great tune. So I emailed her back, said, of course we'll play it, no problem. We'll hook you up, and then I had to email her back because I said I wasn't sure how to pronounce her last name, and thankfully she replied back fairly quickly. So. Nadia Shake with Toxic, and uh, man, what a great tune. Uh, she, she's got lots and lots of potential, and then she's just nailing it. Mate, that's banging tune. That's like proper, proper catchy. Really kind of, again, got me in the grease, got me going, which is always a good thing. Brilliant vocals, but also it's really, really good sound generally. Like the guitars and all that sound wicked and that really good tone. Yeah, absolutely love that, man. Love that tune. Well, next up, man, um, I did have another tune set initially. And as Mike knows, because we go back and forth all week, you know, we chat, catch up, sort of thing. We talk about NMS, and he knows that, there's sometimes that I'll make a whole list and just decide it and just completely scrap it and redo it. So not necessarily scrap the bands, but just reorganize the list because it's just not the way I want it. And uh, last week I had a dream about it, so I had to change it because it was going to drive me nuts if I didn't otherwise. And you know, let's start at the end of the week. And, like I had had the first part written out. I had uh, both uh, uh, NMS Part 1 Part 2 set up on the notepad. And then I looked at it as like, no, damn it. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> cross it all out, start it again. <laughs> it's like, it's just one of those things, like, like I've said before, I mean, it's for a reason, but it's just one of those things I'm very OCD about because I want to flow properly. So, long story short, even though I've been napping for a while, is what I did is I switched, I switched out one band for the other because uh, today when Em and I were doing stuff around the house, you know, that speaker going and my, my tunes on shuffle, I heard this one song that's still kind of fairly new. And I kind of hummed it with my other one in my head. It's like, no, that one's going to fit better. So I'm going to stick it here right in between. So, and that pick was a band called Proud Honey. The song's called Fallen Star. Dig this. <laughs>
was proud, honey, with Fallen Star, man. This is a, such a badass tune. I just love uh, the guitar in this, like the, the cool kind of hypish tool at the end, you know, kind of like Oasis style sounding. Uh, a little bit of Led Zeppelin mix in there as well, but a great band. Love the music, love the vocals, and uh, I've interviewed them a few times in the past, and a uh, great bunch of guys. Yeah, brilliant tune. It is quite Led Zeppelin, which I like. It's also quite Oasis y, which I like as well. Um, but it's just a really, really fantastic tune, that one. It just, again, like, it's all about rhythm and pace, I think, tonight. That's that's why this list works. It's all about rhythm and pace. It just it flows really well. It gets you going. There's that kind of, you know, Ace Ventura, the way that he walks. He's got that rhythm. <laughs> You've got that going on. I've got that going on in my dance moves tonight. You know what I mean? I know, I know what you're talking about. No, I, I know this is that. I can, I can picture it, you know. Yeah, totally Tom not, yeah. Ace, how's everybody feeling tonight? Pretty good, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love those films so much. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. But yeah, just um, for anyone that's not on Twitter, I think it's worth just, just highlighting just how much work goes into putting this list together. So <laughs> I got a message from you at half past ten, well, half five your time, half ten my time uh, on Wednesday. This is the list we're going to go with for now. Yeah. <laughs> Thursday, quarter past ten at night. Hey, buddy, I'm not happy with the flow, so I'm going to redo it. Friday, uh, Friday morning, so ten hours later, eight o three in the morning. I'm pretty happy with this. I probably won't change it. Saturday, so today, a few hours ago, uh, ten past four, it was last minute switch. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. I remember looking at that message on Wednesday going, well, that's going to change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what I told Anne, man. She goes, it goes, she goes, oh, I, I know you're telling me, but I know Michael comes to, has come to expect that. So this is nothing new. <laughs> so good. <laughs> but right, right on. So, yeah, Mike did post uh, the, the conversation on Twitter. And uh, if you want to, you can go ahead and, and even screenshot and post on our fan page as well for people to have a look and see uh, the kind of insanity that uh, they kind of put behind us. But uh, <clears throat> either way, we're going to get to some more good music here. Now, uh, this band, uh, the if I remember correctly, the, they come from Portugal, and this is like, kind of like a funk, rock, pop mix, and they're called O Branco e O Indio, and the song's called Golden Gall. Dig this. This is a sweet tune.
that was a great tune. <laughs> that was O Bronco y O Indio, and the song was called Golden Gall. And man, to me, they are literally the the, the Portuguese slash Spanish version of Mr. Bongo. Hundred percent. One hundred percent. Exactly what I was oh. thinking there, like we mentioned. Oh, Mr. here we here we go, man. Just here we go. It goes. I'm with a Brazilian art uh, art rock psychedelic uh, experimental band, O Bronco. So that's that's here we go. And either way, but yeah, they they are yeah the the Spanish version or Brazilian version of Mr. Bongo. Wow. Yeah, I mean that's just ins- <laughs> insanely <laughs> experimental, brilliant fun, really good rhythms. Um, when you said Portuguese, I thought they're from Portugal. I didn't realize they're from Brazil, but that kind of explains some of the rhythms and stuff right. in there as well, which is, you know it's got that South South American sorry thing going on. But yeah, that is fantastic. I mean, that's fabulous, mate. It's well, just really good to listen to. Well, sometimes I always make the best notes too, so I kind of kind of go off the top of my head. But we get so many submissions, so I apologize. I mean, that that's why I went in female to correct myself because I knew I was I wasn't sure if it was correct, but either way. Great That's tune, cool, uh, very experimental, and yeah, the, the the new age of Brazilian version of Mr. Bungle. That was awesome. So next up, this is a, um, a band uh, called uh, Mercury Machine, and uh, they're uh, they have been uh, mentioned and and uh, I'm sure as well friends with uh, Silver Moon. So we're gonna get to a song called Age of the Machine. Dig this. <laughs>
of smile, the sunken streets, amusing styles. Now times have changed and change your face. We're here right now. Don't hide away. Right on. That was a Mercury machine with Age of the Machine. And you know what, man? They they remind me very heavily of like uh, 80s synth pop, and that was really, really good. Um, the kind of thing is someone, and I can't remember off the top of my head right now, I'm just kind of blanking on it, but they, they do remind me, really remind me of something. Hopefully, I'll think of it soon. But either way, this is a great tune, and I love the band, and I can't wait to play more for them. Yeah, man. No, I love that. that. There was a little bit of Gary Newman and a little bit of Billy Idol in there for me. Uh, and I'm nice. a big fan of both. So, yeah, top, top quality. Really good tune. Love that kind of big synthy. But, again, like, this is what I love about music today is that it's it's totally 80s influenced, but also completely modern. And <clears> it's not, it doesn't have all of the bad bits, you know. People listen back to stuff and go, oh, I really like that, but I'm just going to I did make a, a kind of last minute switch, just kind of switched, uh, just switched uh, positions. So I Never put, I put uh, Mercury Machine first, and now, because I know this will fall better, here is a band from the U.S. The band is called Stoner Pop, and the song is called Hate Raid. Dig this.
Right on, Stoner Pop with Hate Raid, and ironically enough, she said in her email, she goes, you probably like Hate Raid playing your show, and I did like the entire album, it's all all really good, but she's right, I did really dig this tune, but I've got in mind the next ones we're going to play over the next few weeks, so I've already kind of pre-planned them, just a question of where to fit them in, but this is a great tune, and we kind of started it last week, we're going to try kind of a couple different things, kind of just variations of our programming here, so meaning we're going to kind of do a couple electrical kind of synth pop blocks or a couple like really kind of heavy blocks and we'll kind of mix them and make them work to the way we want them but this uh fit in perfectly this is great new music this that was <clears throat> excuse me that was stone pop with a uh, hate raid mate that's a fantastic tune that was really nice and mellow and chill but also had real depth to it it was just one of those tunes that you just listen to and like yeah i'm digging this i really enjoy that yeah really good fun um sounding wicked on the um the speaker i've got here just like mm. this it's real depth and it. it's brilliant yeah i love that great tune great guys so they are yeah they're out of the u.s so uh i hope i know i retweet so hope they uh she listens and uh has a couple of good things to say about it because uh like we did so great tune and the album is really good you can pick it up on their Bandcamp. so stoner pop music uh bandcamp.com and next up we're gonna get to one of our favorites this album came out last year and it's still a kick-ass album and we still have to set it up an interview up with them with uh Alyssa and ryan who are none other than kodachrome this is off their album think of the children that's song's called baseball dig this
Right on. Kodachromo <laughs> with Baseball, author, album, Think of the Children, which is, by the way, amazing. Mike and I both got the vinyls of that, and it's one badass album. And they, they really, they've done so much, and they've, they've evolved, and it's kind of a, a, just crazy, the, their progression over the years, from their first EP, Perla, to their, the first uh, full-length, Aftermath, and then now, Think of the Children, man, like, absolutely crazy, insane stuff. Like, absolutely love it. Yeah. Crazy, insane, fantastic. All of those words apply to Kyla Crane. They are so, so good. Um, like I've said millions of times before, I'm sure that vinyl is sensational. Just the, the look, the feel, the pleasure you get from pulling it out of the packet and putting it on the player and then listening to it is just like boom. And it is literally one where people stop when they walk in the room. I've been in my house, I was at my mate's 50th birthday party, I've been in various places, and we've got, oh, what's this? And you're just like, yeah, that, that's a good sign, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, eh? That is a good sign, but yeah, I love it. Oh, I. Uh, our next one up is just the, the same sort of thing and yeah i just i can't get enough of this stuff because they do such a good job and just it just sticks out and m m, m just said goes and, and like lou just said you're sitting next to me for a few minutes here right and yeah. she goes oh wait she goes i really like kodachrome so yeah so she's she's a fan as well right so it's it's always nice to say oh well they can expand and just that's just the stuff they do i mean things have evolved so much and they were part of the reason i got into like electro slash synth pop because yeah. of that. You know, so uh, next up, we have we got two more songs have to go for part one here. Next up, because uh, they just they belong in this in this uh, synth pop electro block here, and they are two very good people, and uh, they made recent moves. So maybe a little while longer before they have them back in the show. This is of course our good friends Gina and Ender, who are Hands of Blue. This is off. <clears throat> this is off their 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 full length album. The song is called Linger. Dig this.
Right on, Hands of Blue with Linger from their album Cosmic Lullaby. That is one of my favorite tunes on there. Obviously, everybody knows my favorite tune on the album is Air Raid, but that's a badass tune, and that's what fit in this uh, synth slash electro pop block here. And uh, we do have Wearing Moonlight, which is their newest single that came out uh, just over a year ago or so. But they'll be working on new stuff soon. They're still kind of getting resituated in their new area, so. We'll wait patiently for that, but in the meantime, we'll see if we can have them on just for a chat and catch up and see what's up. So, uh, until then, man, that was a great tune. I love Linker. Yeah, it's a brilliant tune. I'm, I'm actually, uh, <laughs> I'm going to Harry Potter World tomorrow, um, which might sound weird, but it was actually, uh, what's weirder is it wasn't a birthday present for William, it was a birthday present for Kate um, in December. But, uh, <laughs> we're, we're going to Harry Potter World, it's about, I don't know, two or three hours drive, and I guarantee you this album is going to be played on that journey. <laughs> I guarantee you, because it's just one of those where you need that block of time to listen to it from start to finish. Uh, and I love doing that whenever I find myself on a, a decent enough car journey. That's the perfect place to listen to this, man. I absolutely love it. Oh, man, there, there's still stuff that I pick up when you want to hear it again. Yeah. You know, that, that I missed the first, like, I don't know how many how many uh, times I, that I wasn't doing, you know, like, so uh, very cool, and I can't wait for more stuff, and I'm sure it'll be happening soon. Like I said, they're still getting kind of resituated because it was a big move and that sort of thing. And they got a new house, which, which is a big ups, and congratulations to them as well for that. <clears throat> so we're going to finish off part one here with Lawrence Crow and the Imaginary Band with a song called Sleepless Nights. Dig this. <laughs>
inside your bed I'm just a ghost inside your head I'm just a dream inside your bed I'm just a ghost inside your head I'm just a dream inside your bed Lawrence Crow and the Imaginary Band with Sleepless Nights. A uh, really, really cool folky rock tune, like he said, he's folk punk uh, before. <laughs> and uh, But a great tune, man. Uh, uh, well, folk punk is Wolf Sunday, right? So this is Lawrence Crow and the Imaginary Band. Either way, great tune. He's a, he's a great guitarist. He'll always love the lyrics, and he just you know creates such a fun atmosphere, it seems like. Yeah, I think that's it. Like, you see pictures of him with the guitar and people moshing, and you're just like, how does that work? He's got an acoustic <laughs> guitar, and it's just like, sometimes he doesn't even have a microphone. <laughs> it's just really crazy. It's just great fun. But what I love about this stuff, actually, is that, um, sure, he's still got that folk element, and he's definitely got a bit of punk about him, but there is a lot more... Uh, emotion in this new album as well, which is which is sort of you know moves it on again, moves the dial again, which is always nice. I mean, you know, I, I'm basically just punk through and through, so I'm a big fan of the, the really fast, you know, uh, stuff. But I also really dig this, and it's just it's got a nice uh, nice vibe to it. I suppose it's really cool, man. It's a really really well thought out, very melodic uh, kind of album, and it's still got a bit of that punk in there as well. But yeah, absolutely brilliant, loved it. Right on, man. Well, that's going to do it for part one. We had a great part one. And again, a big thank you to Minabilant for joining us tonight for the interview and talking about his new uh, project, Sundries. Uh, and uh, it was good. It was a lot of fun. I know he's feeling under the weather. So big props and thank you for coming. I'm still, you know, you weren't doing that well. We really do appreciate it. So, you know, that shows uh, that shows dedication. So remember, the EP's out right now. It's Sundries and Souvenirs, Manipulant. And he will be back on the, sh on the show uh, before we know it. So we'll be back. Okay, we're going to take a quick break here and we'll be back for part two in about five minutes. Until then, bones out. We'll be right back.